Good afternoon. Welcome to this episode of Lending Near. Today we have someone really special, Wendell Phelps with the credit team. Good afternoon, Luis. Good afternoon, Alaselis. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you, Wendell? I'm doing great. I'm so psyched to oh, have yeah. you here. Thank you. We've actually been trying to get Wendell to sit down with us for quite a bit. He's a busy, busy man, but I am completely honored. We are honored to have you here. And um, I can't wait to hear all about the valuable knowledge that you're going to um, share with us today. Sure. It's been a, it's a pleasure to have to be here. And I appreciate you guys have me be a part of what you do and, and, you know, sharing great information and resources to our community at large. Yeah. So one of the main things is the main reason why we wanted to talk to you is because um, in our business, um, credit is very important. It, it you know, it, 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 it can cause a lot of different issues throughout the process of buying a home. So we want people to understand what you do, why you do it, how you do it, and, and you know, how, how to get started. Absolutely. Okay. So the biggest thing with credit is understanding, like, what makes up your score, right, and how to be responsible with it. How can I maintain good credit or how can I have access to getting started on having credit, right? So if you're young, chances are you probably don't have a lot of credit. Right. But if you're a little older, like I am, not necessarily you guys, right? Wow. I'm old. I'm <laughs> old. Then, then we hope that we've had some established credit and an established foundation. So our goal is to help folks with financial literacy, and so they understand that and the power of credit. Because credit alone by itself is one thing, but understanding how you achieve that is another. And so we focus on five areas as it relates to uh, the credit piece, right? What makes up the score, uh, how to get credit, how to maintain credit, and then at the same time, how to help others around you if you've got kids or your family, how to help them get to, get to having better credit. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and uh, first and foremost, I want to um, make note of the company's name that we didn't mention. Everyone, uh, I know a lot of our viewers know who Wendell is, um, besides being this really cool, amazing person. Um, but I also wanted to um, state the company that you work with. Yeah, we are the credit team, credit and team. Uh, we've partnered up with a, a, you know another agency to help our clients get access to not only cleaning up their credit through the Fair Credit Reporting app, but also building credit through some of our other resources, which I'm sure we'll get into in a little bit as well. Right. So tell us who Wendell is. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure, sure. So, you know, I came to this country in 1983 from Jamaica. Okay. Uh, Mom did an amazing thing. I always think that when you can bring up five kids from an island at one time, that's just a, a thing that it's so hard to do and especially now with the laws and immigration and things that we see on the news like how does a woman do that and so came here in 83 from jamaica moved to tennessee and uh, struggled and we all think that when you come from the islands you're coming to the land of milk and honey that's how we looked at, at america is the place okay. where we're going to come in and make, money. and make money flourish have your yeah. dreams come true the, the the grass is green on the side and, and it right and it can be but you when you get here you realize you got to have your lawnmower you got to have your trimmer. You got to have some tools in your toolkit. That's right. That's right. And so my mom, being a single mom, taught us a lot of great things, right? She focused on raising her five children. And at one point, there were 13 of us in a two-bedroom, one-bathroom duplex in Tennessee. So we struggled. But we always say pain is temporary, right? Poverty is temporary. It's your mindset. And so having access to people that would mentor, having access to opportunities and saying yes to opportunities is what kind of got me to where I am. So I'm going to fast forward a little bit because my story is pretty lengthy, but let's just break it down. I started working for a phenomenal company in 95, and that's Walt Disney World. And when I got there, I was a food and beverage cast member, just a quick service guy taking out trash, busing tables. And I worked my way all the way up to becoming an official spokesperson for the company. I Walt Disney World wow. ambassador in 2003. That's awesome. I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that either, Wendell. You know, so it's, it's, it's part of my fabric. But doing that 16-year journey with Disney, it taught me so much. It taught me about leadership. taught me about how to you know, speak in public. Because as an ambassador, you had to do radio interviews. You did print interviews. You traveled. Um, but even beyond that, I would entrench myself in things that would teach me more like books. I would watch this guy um, at one point at nighttime, 
He talked about the OPM process, other people's money, right? And that's Carlton Sheets. To me, he's like the first guru that talked about how to flip property. So I use this process to, at one point, own 25 properties. So part of that background that I'm sharing with you is, hey, the dream can be a reality in this country if you put your mind to it, if you say yes to some opportunities, and you equip yourself with resources, surround yourself with successful people like you and Lewis, right? And people that can mentor you and teach you things that you don't know. So that's a little of my background. That's an amazing story. It's pretty awesome. I I just learned some new things. I mean, I knew some of it. um, And I know that you are a a very entertaining uh, human being, uh, you know, very colorful uh, with just the way your view in life. Um, and I always get a kick talking to you, but um, yeah, I, I just learned s- just a tad new stuff about Wendell. Yeah, um, awesome. What I did, I wanted to say something um, earlier when we started, we kind of jumped off talking about credit and um, everyone knows what Lewis and I do. Uh, we are loan originators. Um, we uh, help people uh, achieve the goal of owning their own home. And yes, we do come across a lot of clients that come to us wanting this dream to achieve that dream and you know come at a halt because of credit issues it's probably the number one issue that people run into nonetheless i want to say something because um everything that we're going to hear wendell say today about credit um it's um it relates to this and it's that Credit is probably the least thing that anyone should use to stop themselves from reaching that goal because it's the one thing that we can change. It's the one thing we can work on. Um, So maybe you cannot buy today or next week, but if credit issue is your problem, and I'm saying this to all our viewers, you need to... uh, find someone that can uh, give you the information and the resources to get that resolved because that's the one thing. We cannot change the fact that you haven't been working for two years or certain other compensating factors in the process, but credit is one of those that we can fix. Absolutely. That's right. Absolutely. Just like his shirt says, I fix credit. And that's <laughs> one of the can things that is probably, the, It's. I'm not going to say that it's, the easiest thing to fix, but it's something that we can work with. You guys can work with. And, uh, you know, a lot of people do use that as an excuse. Oh, my credit is bad. My credit is bad. And, you know, we tell them that's the least of your worries, right? It really is. I mean, you think about how simple it is. You think about the fact that Congress passed a law called the Fair Credit Reporting Act that gives all American consumers the right to challenge and investigate and dispute anything and I mean anything and everything that negatively affects their credit score. So that law is on your side. And so it's up to us as consumers to do one or two things. Either A, partner with someone that can help you with that, or B, take advantage of the law. You go out and do the dispute yourself and then wait for the results to come back within 30 to 45 days. But we take it a step further. See, while they're doing that, and I know we're jumping around a little bit, while they're doing that, we also help them understand how to establish and build trade lines. See, it's one thing to clean it up. But while you're cleaning up, let's build it up. That's right. right. So as we wait for the results to come back, let's talk about trade lines. Do you have any credit cards? A lot of folks are afraid of that. You know, a lot of folks are given misinformation about the power of credit cards. I have 10. And the key to that is the utilization rate. That's right. You know, how you use it. Are how you, you responsible? Use it. Yeah. Do you how, max it out? How you pay for it. Absolutely. People think that I can have a credit card and just shop up the wazoo and I only have to pay the minimum every month. So uh, the problem is that all you're doing is paying the interest. So now what you paid for $100, if you're not paying any principal, that $100 you pay for that item can easily turn to 500 Absolutely. Because you're only paying interest. Mm-hmm. So. Right. so the good thing about the credit team is that not only do they fix your credit, they educate and continue continuously educate you on how to maintain Maintain and credit. how to build, Absolutely. which is important because we have people that have the required uh, credit score where they can uh, continue the process of purchasing a home, but what they don't realize that the credit score um, does play a big 
part of it because the better credit score you have, the better options you have with lenders. That's right. That's great. Yeah. I mean, I understand that 740 and above is the optimum score towards accessing better interest rates. That's, That's right. right. And so to your point in terms of, you know, maintaining that credit and, and we our goal is to empower consumers. See, when you're empowered based on knowledge, then the sky is the limit. So, right. you know, we, we don't keep people on monthly installment payments because we want to keep them on there. When the client becomes a customer, they're, they're empowered. They get a dashboard. They're reinforced with education. They know the five factors which we, can, which we can go into of what makes up their credit score, you know, and that's a big thing. But going back to even building more trade lines, like we can help a client get access to turning their rental history into a positive trade line. Wow. So that's another way to build credit. That's Imagine right. you ever walked by or, or driven by and seen somebody's belongings all over the sidewalk. You ever seen that? Yes. Yeah, that's Unfortunately. Yeah, when I, I tell people that's an eviction. And I said, it's very sad. You're right. So two things are happening there. Number one, they're losing all of their personal belongings. They don't come in and nicely move stuff around. Oh, let's just take the TV off the wall and let's move the sofa out. No. An eviction because you haven't paid your rent on time means we're throwing you out. And we're putting that on your credit report. So now you got two negative things. You lost your stuff and your credit is bad. And nobody wants to take a risk at that point. So we in turn do the opposite. We do two things. We turn your, your rental history into a positive trade line. And now what that does is the second thing, it now fosters good behavior. See, if somebody told me back in the day, hey, Wendell, we will turn your on-time rental payments up to 24 months into a positive trade line. And they said, would that be a benefit to you? Don't you think I'd be paying my rent on time if I was someone that had bad credit? Absolutely. Yeah, because Absolutely. You're, you're rewarding me for good behavior. So it's twofold. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's really I, I interesting. Didn't, I, I didn't mean, even think of yeah. that. I, you never see it on the credit, but I'm sure that there's some kind of way that the bureaus are calculating it into the scores, no? It is, yeah. We Once once they enroll in our services, which we can, we can dive into a little bit, uh, we do a complete analysis of A, the negative history, and B, do they have enough trade lines? So really, become we become a master asker. We're like a doctor. You're at a doctor's office, and you tell the doctor, hey, this hurts. And he's like, well, how does it hurt? When does it hurt? Where does it hurt? What's the, what's the from 1 to 10? From 1 to 10, right? <laughs> so same thing. What's your credit score? What do you have on there? Do you have any collections? Do you have any charge-offs? Do you have any medical bills? How long has it been on there? that we ask those questions. Do you have any credit cards? Are you renting somewhere? How long have you been there? And so by asking a lot of questions, now we're able to address and provide solutions to those challenges, thereby giving them a full game plan towards moving towards better credit. That's amazing. I mean, this that's the whole point of, you know, talking to a professional like yourself, because there's so much about credit that we, as just normal Americans, don't really realize. But, I mean, just sitting here for, you know, 10 minutes with you, you know, you open my up, my eyes and my, my thoughts to different ways that we can, you know, help consumer. We can say, listen, this is this can work. Go talk to, you know, uh, Wendell and the credit team because this is working. This is what's happening. If you can get this on your credit, it's amazing. We can do amazing things with you. You know, that house that you want that's around the corner, it's going to be yours. Just, you know, follow our path. So, I mean, it's a lot of information out there. I think, you know, most people just are afraid to get it or don't understand it. But people like, you know, the credit team, you know, the sky's the limit. You know, and it's just I, it's just the desire to want to change. I but you said something powerful, too, though. You said follow the plan. So that's the key is we're going to make suggestions to the client based right. on what we're seeing. Mm -hmm. And so their role in that, just like lenders, just like realtors, is to I know it well. follow the plan. Follow See, the but plan. when you deviate from the plan, you don't follow the plan, then you don't necessarily get the results you're looking for. That's so right. like you said, we have tons of testimonials. We've put in a lot of families and homes in the past three years that I've been in involved in this piece. And if you go on my Instagram page, which is Wendell Philp, you will see I'm in my shirt because I want people to see just how we're giving families hope from taking them from A to Z in the process from renting a home or being in a hotel room in some cases, right, which is very common now throughout the United States because credit is linked to poverty to an extent. Bad credit means you don't have access to anything. anything. Right. And it's so powerful. And if we realize how powerful that is, you'll understand why I'm so passionate about what I do 
and why I do this particular piece as, as trying to serve others so they are empowered with knowledge and they can come out of poverty and have access to things that they otherwise couldn't because of their less than perfect credit score. That's right. That's right. I mean, it does affect the interest rates on everything. So higher interest rates mean for the same amount, you're paying more. So imagine if you can have a lower interest rate now on everything, that can put an extra, you know, 100, 200, 300 dollars in your pocket extra. Absolutely. That you can do more with it. And that's the people don't understand that and they that's the one thing that they have to focus on. It's like this is going to make your life better. It's not going to make you rich, but it will make your life a little bit better and once your life is better, you feel better about yourself and then right there that's ex- exponential growth that can happen. Totally agree. I'm sorry. No, no, please don't. No need for apology. I actually just wanted to, because uh, I know our time is somewhat, yeah. I know you're busy and I don't want to, I just don't want our viewers to miss anything of what you uh, have to offer. And one of the things that overwhelms me with um, a sense of um, pride and joy and just knowing you is your work with housing for all and i wanted to touch that because i find it that is probably one of the things that i look at you and say you know with all these hats he wears and he still finds time for this and it's so important and people don't um really give it the value in our as a whole in our community it, people don't realize how this touches us all even the ones that are blindsided to it and i wanted you to share a little bit about of what that is and what you do sure so housing for all you're addressing our 501c3 nonprofit whose mission and vision is to help the homeless right so our goal is to bridge the gap to affordable housing with an emphasis on home ownership. So we're not your traditional nonprofit to where we're waiting for a handout or entitled to government funds. Though it's great when you can get government funds, right? Absolutely. But our goal aligns itself with our message. It's a handout, not a handout. And so we want to help those. Say that again? It's a handout, not a Hand handout. Up, not yeah. a handout. Like so that. yeah, it's not an entitlement thing. So our goal is truly to help folks. And so that's why all the things that we do and that I do has some synergy. Like, for example, credit links to poverty to an extent. That's right. That's so right. if you're homeless, could be because you have an eviction or two. could be because no one wants to take a, a chance on you. So when I came to this country, we were blessed to have a lot of folks poured into us, from the church to my teachers to just leaders around that, that, that saw something in me that said, hey, you can be somebody. And I believed it in my mind. And so... As I'm a older or a more mature adult, I feel it, it's, it's compelling that we do the same. We pay it forward. That's right. And so there are too many people that don't have these opportunities that they can if we're willing to make that move. And so we formed this in 2012 with the idea of truly serving this population. And so as a matter of fact, before I came here, I just came out of an hour-long meeting with uh, our affordable housing committee here in Osceola County where we were talking about, we had three developers that came in and presented to us two, uh, two actually three concepts. So the one was senior living, affordable housing, 55 and older. They're going through the, the process of getting their funding from uh, Florida Housing Commission, uh, Coalition in Tallahassee. And the other two was affordable housing for families. And so we get a chance to hear their presentation and, and kind of vote on some of the funds that are slated to them to receive and to help with maybe impact fees or, or things to keep the affordability. See, that's the stuff that really drives me. And so to your point, I do take the time because we want to serve as many as we can that want to want to help. And so, for example, Osceola School Board has, has partnered up with us and given us access to $31,000 to help with first uh, rent and, and deposit for families that are homeless or in need of housing, wow. families that are in the hotels. and But what you find in most cases is that most of these families have a credit issue. Yeah. That's why they are where they are. And That's so right. the, it, this this is all hand in well, hand. Credit is power. Credit is power. And I, I think nowadays, especially in this era, is practically like cash. You have no credit. You have no cash. There's no cash flow. There's there no isn't. access to it. And um, people need to start realizing that. It is very, very important. I don't think back in the days there was such an emphasis on credit as it is today. But it's like everything. We have to adjust and we have to be aware of the times. You know, you hear the saying that cash is king, but I've actually extended that phrase, right? Cash is king, but credit is everything. 
Credit is everything. This country, this United States of America, the great United States of America is built on credit. That's right. Absolutely. So if we understand that, we know just how powerful credit is, Mm -hmm. right? And so that ties back. In fact, when you look at the, the four quadrants within our nonprofit, it talks about credit. Even before I got introduced to this business. It talks about safety because these families need to feel safe. That's right. And mm-hmm. it talks about stability and case management. So we try to provide all of these components within the organization because at the end of the day, you want to help people learn some skills. Teach a man to fish, right? That's and right. he'll eat. But mm-hmm. give him a fish and he'll starve, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. So we want to teach folks good things, good habits, and help them along the way. Yeah, you give them the fish. He might eat that meal, That's but it. what's going to happen tomorrow or the next day? So just to sort of give people an idea, would, and I might be putting you on the spot, do you have a roundabout number of the families that you have helped achieve this you know, goal or dream or just you know people that are now not homeless or not in need absolutely and so in the years that we've been involved in housing for all we've actually assisted over 300 families wow right and part of that assistance is to partner with other nonprofit organizations and also for the for-profit sector because it takes a village Mm-hmm. It takes a village to address this issue. See, no one person or no one organization has the solution. We all have a solution, and we all play a role in that solution. Okay. Whether it be a church, whether it be a community center, whether it be a, a, a commissioner who votes in something that we need. You know, For example, we were able to increase the down payment assistance dollars for Osceola County residents that are in low-income, very low-income, or moderate-income category from 10000 20000 30000 to 20,000, 40,000, 60,000. And that all came through us bringing it up at the board meeting and voting on it. We also increased the price from 200,000 to 225,000 in terms of purchase price. So that wasn't just one person's idea, it was a team. And so to address this issue, to serve the over 300 families that we've served, it was a collaborative effort within the community. You need a village. Yeah, that's good. yeah, yeah, um, and and that is true because we actually felt the difference in the numbers when because all that relates to what we do as well. So um, yeah, Osceola actually is one of the co- uh, counties that uh, we were able to assist more with when it came to down payment assistance. Wow. So, Wendell, um, now that we heard a little bit about housing for all, and I mean, it's astonishing the fact that in such a short period of time, you've helped over 300 families. That's That's about 100 families a year. That number is just it's yeah. mind blowing. It's it's hundred families. Think about that. Hundred well, families. Well, two thousand and twelve. I think twenty twelve. Yeah. Oh, so 2012, you said three years. No, right. no, no. Twenty twelve. Okay. Okay. So, but still, I mean, yeah. three hundred families. Um, when you think about what that has to take, and it's like he said, it's not just finding a home for them. Is getting them in that right path is you know teaching the men how to fish where they can now um go on their own and continue that path of progress that's pretty amazing so my next question to you is um because we're talking about this how do you um how do you have access to that type of inventory great great question so you know one of the neat things in my position is I'm a licensed realtor. And so I've been in the business since 99. I forgot about that. A yeah, man of many hats, <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, you know, you, you you're segging to something else, which I think people should understand and, 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 and really appreciate. And uh, Berkshire Hathaway is one of the ones that says it best. You need to have multiple streams of income. Although the nonprofit doesn't pay me per se, but it does because it gives me great joy and great peace to know that um, I'm doing a greater purpose in serving others. So it's priceless. It, it really is. Priceless. So I'm able to use my license to now leverage and, and advocate on behalf of these families with other business professionals. See, nine times out of ten, when a family has negative issues, evictions, bad credit, trying to get access to inventory, and they apply for what they think they're going to be able to rent, chances are they get turned down. And they've just spent $60, $100, in application fees. And they do this over and over and over with no no positive outcome. So a certain young man took me out one time and he was introducing me to this company 
and he was telling me how this company is great. I said, I should join the company. And I'm like, okay, t- tell me more. So we went to, I think it was Panera Bread. And as we we're sitting there, he says, yeah, you know, La, La Rosa Realty is doing some neat things. I said, oh, La Rosa Realty, wow, that's a big company. He told me how many agents they had. And the first thing that came to my mind was, I need access to inventory. So he set up a meeting with Joe and Dina. Sat down with Joe and I told Joe what my vision was with the nonprofit. At that point, that's all I was focused on was truly helping these families and having access because La Rosa Realty had all these properties on the market, both for sale and for rent. Well, I needed access to the rental properties. And I said, Joe, listen, I, I have this nonprofit. And I'm really trying to help these families get into stable housing with some subsidy and case management. How can I get access to your inventory? He says, Wendell, that's easy. Join La Rosa Realty. <laughs> I mean, he didn't even think about like, well, we can't do that or I don't know. He just says, join La Rosa Realty. Not only did they help me get access to their inventory, him and his wife are part of our board. Uh, we've got some, uh, because of their relationships, some board members now from the Osceola School Board as well that's on our, our committee. So, you know, when you think about business owners, and I said earlier, it takes a village. So that was a for-profit sector. La Rosa Realty is a for-profit sector. They're not a non-profit. Mm-hmm. But we were able to partner up with them and now have access to inventory and serving more families. So very thankful for that relationship, and I just want to give them a shout-out. Oh, oh, shout out great. to Joe LaRosa and La Rosa Realty. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't surprise me that you said that because, you know, we've known Joe for many years and we, we know that they have, you know, they have a really good heart. And it was just, it was They give a lot to the community. Yeah, it was meant to be. That meant that that glue uh, that can ha- came from it was a perfect fit for both of you guys. And that's that's amazing, that 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 story. I didn't know that story. That's how you guys met. But it's amazing that, that it, it worked out that way. Yeah. It was very, very smart. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, they do so many things. It's they, like Lewis do. says, it doesn't surprise me that it would he would have made it that easy for you. I, I mean, now for Thanksgiving, I mean, every year we are involved in this uh, basket brigade Absolutely. thanks to Joe and Dina LaRosa yes. and that's incredible where they started and where they've gotten to like last year we were honored or um, very grateful that we were able to participate and um, it, it is it's a it's a priceless feeling it doesn't give you income because it is nonprofit but it does fulfill that it does. It, it does give you it satisfies a, the a, outcome a satisfaction yeah, yeah absolutely and in many cases you know if you're truly positive and you you dig a little deeper and i don't know what people believe in but i believe in, in the higher power and i believe that you know if, if you give the bible says give and you shall receive and so i don't do it necessarily for that but i do know that i have no need i have no want my finances are, are taken care of because my heart is open to serve and so you know as i've <laughs> given is the secret to living and dina says it a lot him. i mean but that's but that's what if, if we adopt those principles you can't the bible says you can't outgive god and so i'm not trying to preach i'm just saying because i've received so much blessings in my life I don't see any reason to hold on to listen, it. Listen, don't hold back. You, you preach. Right. You preach. Right. Okay? I'm That's listening. Right. You preach. Uh, but, yeah, we we understand it. Um, so is this your official, your requesting to be nominated for president? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> That's, uh, That's an arduous task. Uh, <laughs> I don't vote. miss it on anybody. <laughs> I mean, you're great. You won't have gray hair, so you're fine. Because it happens when, you know. You become president and you have everyone yes. just gray hair after that. So That's true. You're, you're fine. Well, you're listen, to go. they got to learn how to become friends with the razor. Ah. I'm best friends with the razor. That's the smart way to go about it. Because I don't know if I can go that route, but so I'm stuck with these grays. Damn it. Yeah. So let's let's moving on. And, um, you know, I, I mean, like I said before, you don't stop amazing me, Wendell, uh, with everything that you do. Um, you, you. You're really uh, an amazing person and we appreciate a very well-rounded you. person i mean okay. you have it seems like you have every aspect of someone i i put i put myself in someone's shoes that needs that type of help right and you cover pretty much every aspect of bringing someone that's struggling to the point that they won't have to really struggle anymore because you educate them in all aspects area. of that you know I mean, I, it's just, it's amazing. Like, to I'm, be I'm honest getting with goosebumps you. just thinking about wow. it. And, and this yeah. is going to sound really corny. <laughs> I know it's going to sound corny. But I, uh, 
just being in your presence, Wendell, you have this aura about you. It's it's a good feeling aura. And um, that's not something that you can invent or learn. So I truly believe that you were born to do what you do. You're good at it. You make people feel good. And that's not something that everyone can do. So again, I, you know, I'm I'm a fan. Yeah, you know that. I, I've like been a, a fan for a long time. Wendell yeah, knows that. And it seems like it just I'm comes honored. natural. It just comes natural with you. Now, you know? he, now uh, he's gonna yeah, walk around. Yeah, me turn red. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm truly honored, and and I don't take any of that credit. I give I give my heavenly Father the glory, honestly, because, you know, my mom always said this to me. She says, "God sees your heart." Right? We're gonna make That's mistakes, true. and we're gonna do things that we probably regret, but at the end of the day. If your heart is right, then God sees it. And essentially, if you're still, if he sees it, then the world will see it. And so, you know, I I don't know how I got this heart to serve, but I, all I want to do is serve because I think if you, if you have the heart to serve, then everything else will fall into place. And and in fact, as I was driving here, I'm thinking to myself, like sometimes, and this is, I think we've got to stay hungry, right? Mm -hmm. We got to stay hungry in life because we can become complacent and, and when that happens, then you're no longer growing, you're no longer hungry. And today I was listening to a podcast from a leader in our organization, and it really moved me because you might think, oh, I'm doing enough. No, we're never doing enough. That's never right. We're enough. never doing enough. When you think about what we can do, then I feel like I'm an underachiever. I do. Yeah, and you so would say that. I know. Yeah. And, and so now I'm, I'm saying to myself, <laughs> I, I need to go back and reassess what I'm doing. Because I need to get better. And that's my mentality. Yeah. I think we all we all have these two qualities in our in our personality. We have the the superhero self and then the lesser self of that, right? So let me explain. The superhero self is, you know, when we doing great things and everything is great. The lesser self is the one that makes the excuses. You know, oh I can't I can't go to that, I can't do this or I can't do that. Right? And harnessing the superhero self in us that allows us to do giving things to say you know what no excuse if i have to get up at four o'clock in the morning i'm not going to say well i only you know slept three hours you just get up and you do it um and harnessing that portion of our personality is what allows some people to really do things like what you do do great things you know it's not about the lesser self of ourselves that just make every excuse. Oh, you know, I'm not going to go to that meeting because it's not going to get anything out of it. Um, you know, it's, you just push forward, you do what you got to do. And, you know, you give, you give it up to, in your case, God. And you say, look, I'm doing what I'm doing. See my heart. And, you know, everything kind of comes into play, play, you know, and that's, that's an amazing, a lot of people don't really harness that portion of their personality. And it seems like you, you know, you, you understand that and you really harness that part of it. Trying every day. Yeah. <laughs> so, Wendell, um, I'm just going to read right from one of uh, our little notes here. I I know that we're kind of running towards the end here. And I wanted to give you the opportunity to give our viewers three tips. Um, uh, three tips uh, and tips that have worked for you in your professional life. Um, what is one good industry uh related book that you might want to um share that you think would be a good read uh, or a publication anything that you want to recommend to our audience sure sure so let's talk about the three tips um and and again so i'm going to give six i'm going to do three in the in, in terms of the credit piece and then three in professional piece and then okay. and my tip on the book so as far as credit is, is concerned three things that i'd recommend is pay your bills on time Okay. That's the largest calculation of your credit score. That's 35% of your credit score. Oh, wow. Oh. I didn't know that. Paying your bills on time. Payment, payment history, right? So when we think, oh, I'm going to get to that or I'll pay that when I get the money, do everything you can to pay your bills on time, right? Second tip as far as credit is concerned is you need to have trade lines. Trade lines are important. You, you can't go around... And, and think that you can pay everything in cash. I mean, cash is cool if you have it, but majority of people don't have that kind of that kind of resource to keep paying cash for everything. And today, like all of my credit cards in my pocket pays me to carry them. So I'm getting free money all day long. 
when I use my my MasterCard from Sam's Club, I get five percent on, on gas. Right, that's up to six thousand dollars in a year. When I use my American Express, I get points. When I use my so any card that I have in my wallet gives me money. And if I'm a student of the game like I am, I can either pay it down to thirty percent. Step number three: pay your cards down to thirty percent of the limit. Don't max it out and then wait till the credit card closing statement. Then say I paid it, and then call your lender and say, Hey, I paid that that thing down. When did you pay it? Yesterday. Well, that's that's not going to work. So keep that balance at thirty percent or below. So I'm not saying that you have to pay it off because sometimes you may not have the money to pay it off, but pay it down to thirty percent of the limit. So the three tips: pay your bills on time. Have trade lines, so get some credit cards. Be responsible. If you're not sure how to do that, you can contact me through uh, our host today. Be an adult. Be an adult, yeah. And pay down that credit card to 30% of the limit. Don't carry a high balance over. And to your point, you said it earlier. If you're just paying the minimum, you're doing two things. A, you're you're, you're racking up more debt because you're only paying the interest. And B, you're killing your credit score significantly because that is the second largest factor of the five factors that makes up your credit score. That's 30%. So that's the three tips as far as credit. Business and career, um, be committed, right? Be committed and have a game plan. What does that mean? If you're going to do something, do it. And then put a plan of action in place. Don't make excuses like you just said earlier, Lewis. Don't say, oh, I can't I can't do this or it's not going to pay me anything. No, the nonprofit is a commitment to me. That's right. And I had a friend say to me at one time, I would rather do nothing than something for nothing. Think about that. That's powerful. I like that. I'd rather do nothing than something for nothing. But in the case of the nonprofit, we're doing a lot of things. And I, I'm not, none of my board members are paid. We do a lot without having the monetary income we just do it because it's the right thing to do right so be committed number two is you got to get trained you got to get trained people get into a business or they get into something and they don't want to get trained they don't go to training like they don't want to get coached right and 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 the best athletes the wealthiest people what are they well trained well coached millionaires have coaches so and they're being trained so if you're not willing to get trained, I mean, we're willing to do that for someone else. We're willing to put nine, go nine to five, and when they tell you to show up, you show up, and you do what they tell you to do, right? And there's a cap on your income. But you have the ability in, in your career to go beyond that cap by being trained, by being trained. Right. And my tip number three. Educate yourself, right? Absolutely. Tip number three is. Take the time out to be informed. No, you need to be aware of things. People walk around today at times and they don't know anything. Like when I auditioned to become a Disney ambassador, I had to learn everything I could about Walt Disney World, about the Walt Disney Company, about Walt's vision and mission, his partner, his brother, Roy. And so all I'm saying is if you're going to get into a, a anything, learn that business. Be a student of the game. Be a product of the product. Don't get in there and and do absolutely nothing and then expect results. That's not going to work. Yeah. You have to put the time in. So be committed to learning that craft and be the best that you can be at it. Yeah. So a book that I'd recommend is Think and Grow Rich. Think that, and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich, um, Napoleon Hill. That's a beautiful book. Um, written many years ago, they've got different versions of that book. Uh, I've read that book a couple of times now, and there's so many anecdotes in there, so many great uh, passages in there. But it, there's one section that talks about the 55 alibis, meaning 55 excuses that we use as individuals as to why we <laughs> are not There's only 55? 55 well, that's what, alibis. <laughs> that's like what that. they put in there. Like, if only I was younger, mm. or if only I could talk like you, if or I if, had the time. if I had the time, right? Or if I had the money. Or if I had the money. Those are all excuses. Everyone should grab that book and read it. It will help you hone in on the skills that you need. It will show you how to move beyond that glass ceiling. The key to these books is is it's it's self-enriching, it's motivating, and now you're doing what? You're loving on yourself. You're pouring back into yourself. You can't just graduate from school or college and then stop there. You have to continue to grow mentally, physically, and emotionally in order to achieve the things that you want to achieve in life. That's right. So, so, so true. So, yeah. I guess to um, end 
probably one of my favorite podcasts that yeah, we've definitely. done. Um, I, I mean, we've had great ones, but uh, you know, I, I like I said, I've been such a fan of Wendell. He, 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 you inspire me. You inspire mm-hmm. me a lot. Mm-hmm. And I know you and I have had um, just like you know face to face little uh, chit chats um, round the way, kind of. But uh, you always um, seem to keep bringing more. Which you is always a, have a smile. On your yeah, face. and which is a challenge. Do you ever get angry? <laughs> I I've never ever ever seen Wendell. <laughs> Honestly, I've never ever seen you. And we've been in some little rough situations with you know whether it's in a meeting or something where things weren't going our way, and and you've joined us. But um, I don't think I've ever seen you without a smile on your face. I can honestly say that it's contagious and it it, it's, it's contagious. one of those things that doesn't cost anything. And sometimes we have to remind ourselves that we have so much to be grateful for. And when you think about what we have to be grateful for, listen, the fact that we have cold water, hot water, I, see I mean, look, I, I, in Jamaica, we used outhouse toilets. People are like, what is that? That's where you went outside. I know what they're at. Well, and I'm you from sat Dominican in Republic, a hole so. in the wall and you did your thing. Mm hmm. And then when you had to take a, sh- a shower, the water was cold. There's no mm-hmm. warm water. Mm-hmm. I'm in this great country. And yes, sometimes as I was growing up, things were tough, but they weren't as tough as they were in the islands. That's and right. so if you can think those thoughts daily and say, God, I'm so thankful for this, this, and this. Like, where would I be? Where I said this to a, a pastor friend of mine that came two weeks ago. I said, I look at some of these folks that are unfortunately homeless. And I said, had it not been for grace, that could have been me because we were 13 people in a two-bed, one-bathroom duplex. I said, that could be me. That could be my, my brother, my sister. But, uh, but it's not us. And I thank God. And so that makes me smile. Yeah. That makes me smile. And you make other people smile because yeah. people don't realize that, you know, you can come across someone that's, you know, um, in some type of conflict. And you can either uh, take that on or change it around. And I think that no matter how, I mean, at least for me, I can speak for myself. I, I don't care what kind of a funk I might wake up in the morning. When I come across someone who is smiling, it automatically makes me smile. So it is contagious. It is. I, very much so. Mm-hmm. And and it goes a long way. You know, and, and if I could give maybe one last tip and, and then you of can course. continue your segment. Just always say hello to people. It's, it's, we we get we're so oh my god caught i have up. this challenge with my kids kids yeah. nowadays they forget to walk into a like when i was growing up that was unacceptable you walk into a room you say hello to every Absolutely. single person there whether you know them Absolutely. or not nowadays these kids and i hate to sound like a mom but it's a challenge like i have to keep reminding my kids you walk in you say hello you they walk do. in you you yeah. you you that man you shake his hand that yeah. woman you you know let her know that yeah. you're present i think and i I think a lot of it, and this is one of my biggest struggles, um, we all grew up, you know, n- with not with nothing. N- nothing. <laughs> we all struggled, right? And I'm our, the 11th of 12. Yeah. Oh, my God. So you thought you <laughs> had it bad. Same parents, I had, same mom and dad, well, same household. I was wow. on the, uh, what's that thing? I, I don't remember what it was. That Back in the days, that they, they take a picture, they had you on, you send it, and someone sponsored you. They send you 35 bucks. I think it was, um, <laughs> I forget I the name of it, what it was. Wow. And my mom used to make me go, and I used to go, and I used to take a picture, and then <laughs> someone would send us 35 bucks, and I would have to write a letter, thank you so much. I mean, that's how but we, stru- that's how we ever, struggle. I know oh, in Brooklyn. I forget what it was called. I, I'm it from Brooklyn while. who can't tell by my <laughs> accent, right? Um, but do you remember the um, summer um, vacation, the, 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 cheese the free cheese oh, line? Yeah. Yes. They send yes. you, best, your parents, best, like, uh, made Grilled cheese, <laughs> best grilled cheese. I gotta it, say, it, best cheese. Period. It wasn't yeah, it. Why yeah. was that cheese? So it's government good. cheese. I don't know why. Maybe it's because it was free and we needed it. We're hungry. Yeah, that cheese but, is so damn but, good. Yeah, but my point is this: is that the youth today, you know, and it, it, it I get they're spoiled. So, yeah, I get it. It, it just, you know, I but you know what? When that, when I hear them say this, oh my god, I wish. You know, I was like that rich and sitting on the yacht because right now everything is, you know, they every Instant channel, gratification. Yeah, everything is there. They're on big houses and money and driving these cars. And I wish, why can't we be like this? And I sit there and I say, you have this. 
you would not survive if you lived in my <laughs> shoes. But then, but then again, and this is true. We didn't but have selfies. I had to take a picture to get thirty-five bucks. <laughs> I know. That was my selfie. Wow. With but my butterfly know, collar all, down here. Oh my god. And, and, and I know that now I'm playing devil's advocate, and and I'm kind of you know just going to look at it on the other side of the coin because it, it is still all relevant. We say that and now that we are older and we have our own families and whatnot and we understand things that, our, I mean, think about it. Just stop for a second and listen to what we're saying. All what we're saying, we probably heard our parents say it. That's true. So it's all relevant. It's like, it's, it's just that, you know, we're moving forward and what um, we thought was not a, a big deal then to us is a big deal now. And it's just like our kids. Our kids didn't experience that, so they can only go by their own personal experiences in the time that they're living. We see it because we did experience that. So we are seeing cell phones and social media and all these, you know, things that have uh, excel us to another level. But when you think about when you were our kids' age now, our parents were saying the same thing. They were like, you got it good, you know. You're, wow. you, you have a, a, a road you can park your car, and we had dirt roads, or, you know, my father, I, I'm one of the youngest from, I've been very, very blessed in the family I was born in, and we did suffer poverty, and, and we didn't have a lot. We never lacked anything, though, because you just understood that this is the way we were, and we were grateful for the little we did have. Nonetheless, I have to admit that being one of the youngest in my huge family, my father only went to third grade and managed to be a very successful businessman. So he used to tell me, um, you got cars now. I used to, you know, have to cross the river well, I, <laughs> with I, I a tell you this, little stick my, behind my back, you know? Well, I, wow. I tell you this, if my grandkids ever say, oh my goodness, my parents are, ser they serve me steak and, uh, you know, what the heck, you know, what? I'm going to slap them. <laughs> wow. I'm just saying. Okay, so let's finish up because we're like, we can stay here all no, day talking I, to I them. appreciate you all sharing that because again, you know, your audience get a chance to, to not only see the success that you are today, but get a chance to digress a little bit and see, oh wow, they were in my shoes. Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh, I, I thought it was just me. Oh, because mm -hmm. people don't realize that you didn't just get to here today. You, you didn't just wake up and all of a sudden, boom, you're successful. You had a journey. That's right. And you kind of shared a little of that journey, which I appreciate. Oh, so thank, thank you for you. that. I have some colorful things I can share. <laughs> so um, just to finish off, um, Wendell, tell us, um, I want you to end it with, you know, what motivates you to keep going and what's your next step in your career? Where, where are we going? You next? know, when I think about those two questions, it's so easy for me. Like, what motivates me? Man, like, like. Going back to the Bible, Moses leading his leading the, the uh, God's people out of Egypt. I always, and I, I don't want to come across the wrong way, but I, I I look at myself and my family as as my me being a Moses to an extent, right? Because we struggled for so many years, single mom, having nothing, and government cheese, the milk, you know, the 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 buffalo ground beef in the can and the little potatoes and stuff like that to here I am at one point having 25 properties having four different businesses and and being successful because I say this failure is not an option nope. that's right failure is not in my vocabulary it's a choice it's a choice it's a choice so failure for me is not about me failure for me means my mom my sisters my niece my nephew so when you have more to live for than yourself, then you don't think about failing. You think about how I can succeed because other people are relying on me to succeed. Depending on you. So I can't fail. So that gets me up every single day to do what I have to do regardless of how I feel. I remember when I used to work at, at Disney and I would do doubles and triples. I'm talking working from, from early morning all the way to the next morning, nonstop, day after day. Making five ninety five an hour, but my drive is my family. I needed to make sure that 
We can't go back to where we were. Can't go back to being hungry, starving, and not having anything. That's the superhero self in you. Yeah. That's so, awesome. So that's what keeps me going. He go- hides that, the that- cape <laughs> under the t-shirt, guys. What's next for me? You know, I keep my options open because I think at the end of the day, we talked about some things that I've been able to achieve, but I only achieved those things for two reasons. A, by the grace of God, and B, I said yes to the opportunities. And see, sometimes when an opportunity presents itself, people don't know how to say yes. Somebody's asking for things. Oh, God, bless me with this. Oh, bless me with that. Oh, what am I going to do? And the answer and the solution is there, but we don't. We don't accept it. Oh, that's not for me. Oh, I got to research it. Whatever it is, whatever your excuse is. I said yes to many things. I could have said no to the, to the Disney ambassador piece because I could have thought, oh, I don't qualify. I have an accent. I'm from Jamaica. I can't do it. I'm, I'm nervous in front of people. Look at me now. I can talk to anybody anywhere. But back then, that wasn't me. But you know what I did? Oh, my God. I said yes. I said yes. And I went out and I did it. And I continue to say yes. So what's next for me? I'm exploring because at the end of the day, I want to make sure I have multiple, multiple, multiple streams of income. So my options are open. Um, At this point, all I want to do right now in this current moment is A, serve a lot of homeless families and B, get some folks into homes by helping them understand the power of credit and financial literacy. So um, first of all, Wendell, thank you so much for, you know, spending this time with us. It has been totally enlightening. Just, just you know the the words that you speak are so powerful and i hope that our listeners really dive into what you're saying and really apply those things to themselves and or even some family members that may may need uh you know some assistance in just trying to get on the right track because i think we in our community we need a lot of that help um and people like you are we're blessed to have you know, someone like you that it's part of this community Serving and helping the community. and helping so many people. Yeah. It's amazing. Thank you so much for, for, for everything that you do. Yeah. Thank you both for having me and, and keep up what you're doing because, you know, at the end of the day the world still needs Lewis and Alice Ellis and individuals like you who are willing to open your doors and share to a greater audience resources and information that's gonna impact their lives for the future. Yeah, but I'm still going to hold you to coming back and rapping for us <laughs> I, I i need a little bit of wendell rap in my life you got it all right thanks thank, thank you, you thank wendell you. thank you very much